Welcome to Our Shoreline, Your Horizon, a podcast by Dan Casey, featuring business and economic development news from St. Clair County, Michigan. Stretch your horizons in the beautiful shoreline communities of St. Clair County, home to one of the nation's busiest international border crossings. Learn more at edascc.com. Hello, I'm Dan Casey with the Economic Development Alliance of St. Clair County, Michigan. And thank you for tuning in to the EDA's Our Shoreline, Your Horizon podcast. Today, I'd like to welcome plant manager Sebastian Cornway and Matt Landshut, who is the production manager for Cargill Salt St. Clair. Welcome, Sebastian and Matt. Thanks for having us. So, gentlemen, we're very fortunate to have had a food and agribusiness goliath like Cargill in our community for over 100 years. That's pretty amazing. Cargill, you know, which employs about 155,000 people in over 70 countries, is the largest privately held corporation in the United States. So let's talk today about the St. Clair County plant here in Michigan, which is managed by you and your teams. First of all, would you tell our listeners what's manufactured here at our local Cargill plant and share a little about the unique manufacturing process? So down in St. Clair, That plant's been there for many, many years, as most people know. used to be affectionately known as the Diamond Crystal Salt Company. was then also uh, purchased by Axel Nobel, which is a chemical company over in Europe, and then eventually purchased by Cargill in 1997. Uh, This great salt plant down in St. Clair is unique in the world in that it produces uh, the one and only Allberger salt. And if you don't know anything about that, that's okay. But just understand that uh, this plant in St. Clair is the only place in the world where this salt is produced. What makes it unique, what makes it special, is the uh, the crystal uh, that is formed under the process in St. Clair. 99% of all the salt in all the world is produced under a vacuum system, which under a vacuum, water boils at about 127 degrees, uh, which makes it very energy efficient, uh, which is, of course, what everybody wants, keep their costs down. Right. But when it's formed under a vacuum, it, it uh, makes a granule. It's a cube. All right. It's got six sides to it, like a, like a dice. And that's what you'll see when you, you uh, shake out your, uh, your salt uh, on, the, on the table. You'll see it bounce around and it'll be little cubes. What's interesting about the Allberger process is that it's not formed under a vacuum. It's formed under atmospheric pressure. Uh, what does that mean? Well, what it means is that the crystal forms differently. And to describe it uh, in words and not pictures, if you could picture the Great Pyramid of Giza uh, out in Egypt and picture the sides of that pyramid as planes of glass, that would be what the crystal forms like. And that's important for a couple of reasons. Um, one, if you picture those panes of glass, it's hollow on the inside. That's important because it adds additional surface area for your tongue, right? So you get the flavor burst is what the researchers call that. So that's a real term. Flavor burst. Burst, yes. (laughs) Uh, So you have more surface area on your tongue, which gives you a great flavor burst or sensation of saltiness on your tongue, but actually you're consuming less salt uh, because it's hollow on the inside. So that's one of the great advantages of Allberger salt and the crystal that it... Wow is created. So what what you're saying is that this is a lot more complicated than a bunch of little gnomes with pickaxes down there down <laughs> and away at the salt. We do want to make it clear to everyone listening out there that there's no mine like Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, right? It's, there's no shaft that goes down. It's all solution mining and that's a whole science onto itself. Okay. <laughs> So the St. Clair operation provides salts for uh, a number of different products. Where does the salt that comes out of the St. Clair mines end up? What do we do with it? Well, uh, that's a very good question, uh, Dan. Uh, you know, we um, 
Based on the explanation that uh, Matt gave, um, we are a critical component of the Cargill uh, food and beverage business. And as such, we, we ship our salt worldwide. Um, we have um, two main products, the granulated and the Alberger salt. And uh, both products are shipped in uh, all five continents uh, across the world. Uh, so we ship in Japan, Korea, Europe, uh, South America, Caribbean. Uh, so our salt is uh, very in demand. Uh, and because we're the only location in the world making that product, uh, that makes us a very critical and unique location. Yeah. Uh, so there's no other mines like this one anywhere in the world. You're correct. We are the the only one. It's the process. Let's let's be clear. The solution mining happens all over the world. Salt is one of the most plentiful minerals on earth. It is the actual process. Process. Of what happens in Saint Clair, and. Uh, the qualities and chemistry of the salt bed, you know, down below us right. for purity issues. Gotcha. So speaking of process, um, at 100 plus years uh, in existence here, what changes are happening with equipment, technology, and investment here at the St. Clair County facility? So uh, a lot of the investment that we're currently making are to uh, increase the use of automation and, and make our process more efficient. So uh, very shortly, uh, uh, starting next fall, we will have a new uh, building that will be uh, built in, uh, uh, in, in production uh, at our facilities, and that will allow us to reduce our waste in our, in our existing process. So the investment that we're making, uh, like for this specific project, we call it Moonshot. Uh, it is a project that is uh, in the range of the $50 million investment here in Circle County. And that will allow us to uh, reduce a lot of our waste and um, make our product more efficiently. In addition to that, we're looking at uh, streamlining some of our packaging uh, equipment so then we can uh, basically leverage the newer technology and, and automation and robotics. Anything else, Matt? I would add that uh, you know we, we have recently added in the last year some, some new wells uh, for production. We have additional investment coming up in, in, on the books within the next five years for additional wells. You know, so that really uh, speaks to the importance and the longevity of this particular facility. Yeah, so one thing that's interesting is you, you talked about automation, and, and we call that in the industry, we call that Industry 4.0. And, you know, we everybody in the United States, every, every place in the United States, um, there are labor shortages right now. And that's one of the reasons why Industry 4.0 is becoming so prominent, because companies are having to figure out how to automate their processes, whether they're back office or, or whether it's on a production floor, for example. Let's talk a little bit about your workforce. Um, how many people does the plant employ, and what, what is the culture like in the plant? Yeah, uh, so we are about uh, just short of 200 employees. Uh, so that include the uh, uh, represented workforce uh, and the salaried workforce. Um, a lot of production jobs, but also a lot of skill trade jobs. So we have some, uh, you know, uh, very, uh, I'm going to say the, the best maintenance workforce uh, uh, around Southeast Michigan. Don't say that because someone's going to want to take it. <laughs> you, you know, we're welcome to challenge. Uh, I, I think uh, it is very clear that uh, our workforce is very talented and uh, we, we are very grateful for that. What makes it unique in St. Clair is that um, it is also a generational workforce. Uh, we have, for example, one of our employees, the fifth generation in his family working in that plant. So when you look at the history and, uh, you know, the, the people that have worked there over the years and the people coming back, this is just a phenomenal workplace to work. 
Wow, that, that's pretty amazing. So we're getting rid of the gnomes and uh, we're bringing in automation. That's what I'm hearing. I, I'm just joking. One thing that has always impressed me about your company, I mean, I, I live in St. Clair, um, so I know that community really well. But one thing that's always impressed me about the company is how much you give back to the community through the different efforts um, and all the things that your employees and management are doing there. So just talk about that a little bit and why is that important to the company? You know, uh, being... In the community, like you say, we're right, right in St. Clair. Where, I mean, we're really I mean, everybody can see the plant, and uh, it is very important for us to give back to the community that we live uh, that we live it in. Um, our employees live in this, the community around St. Clair, in Marine City, Algonac, all the way to Fort Gratiot, and on the north end. So, for us to support, uh, you know, local sports in the high school, uh, support uh, local. Um, uh, fundraise nonprofit organization. It is very important for us to do that, just because that's where we live. So, if we can help uh, people in our in our community, we will absolutely do it. We have some budget for that, so we're also very involved with uh, very targeting, uh, very specific group. And I, I'll use an example uh, very dear to my heart is the robotics team in Michigan. Right, so we're. Um, we're seeing the the high school students that are part of those teams. They are a future workforce, so it's important for us to make sure that we encourage that and encourage more high school students uh, to learn the technology and learn everything they can, so they can come and join our team in the future to help with that skill trade labor shortage. I would only add that uh, it's one of the core competencies of of Cargill and their mission, and it's actually part of why uh, I'm really proud to work down there. I love working down there. This this particular piece of things you think about a large company like Cargill, huge multinational uh, company that's out there, but yet giving so much here in our particular area. It's a it's really awesome. We can't we don't have enough time to brag about how much how much we give and how much volunteer time there is by our employees, but it's substantial. And it actually is a really source of pride for the employees. So in talking to your team um, as we were working on the project, one of the things that came up is that the investment was intended to ensure that the plant would continue to be viable for years to come. So can you talk a little bit more about that and what the future holds for the company? Sure. Um, you know, being a critical location, um, and being the only plant uh, making the product that we do, uh, it is very important for us from a business standpoint that we continue that and we build that, that, that plant so it um, can be there for years to come. On top of that, I think we need to look at uh, what is Cargill doing for the community, what is our involvement in the community, and, and the history behind the plant. Um, there, there is nothing more important to, to us in the leadership team there. And, and for, I will say, I will speak for all the employees, is to continue the tradition and the, the, the culture that's in there in the plant and so we can make sure that this plant is going to be there for generations to come. At the end of the day, um, you know, we, we all have a, a legacy that we want to leave behind and it's only going to be as good as what the plant's going to look like in the future. So for some of those reasons, that's why it's very important for us to do the right thing at the right time, uh, invest our money very wisely so we can ensure that there's a future for the plant in St. Clair. And uh, Cargill is committed uh, to support uh, the plant, and uh, it shows with the investment that we're currently making. Well, we certainly appreciate that um, in the area uh, to have a company like you here employing people, investing in the community for so long, and um, we're going to keep that going for a long time.
We have just a little bit of time left. And so this is our lightning round and a couple of quick questions. You drive by the plant and you see railroad tracks going into the plant. What happens to the trains? What do they do? They go in there and they pick up salt? Yeah, absolutely. The trains come across M29 right by the bridge. If you're familiar with the area, you may notice a huge roll-up door underneath the box that's there. They back those trains into the train shed and uh, they get loaded in the evening and then uh, uh, switched out the night after. All right. Next question. It is a salt mine, and you did talk a little bit about that. So how do you go about going down into the salt mine and and seeing it? Or can you? You can't. So as uh, we explained a little bit, uh, when we say solution mining, we basically pump fluid underground and and through wells pump it back. So there is no underground mine. Uh, There is no shaft. The, The only underground thing we have is our tunnel under M29 so the employees can go to work safely. Okay. Last question. We have the largest underground storage of natural gas in the Midwest located in St. Clair County. And it's always been explained to me that it's because of the salt mine. So do you play any part in that? Oh, absolutely. So we've been solution mining for 100 years. They create cavities underground. So other companies have used that opportunity to store gas uh, here in the local area. Even some of Cargill's competitors in the salt business have done much of the same thing. So it's really no surprise that we have that such large concentration of uh, natural gas storage here, you know, in St. Clair County. Did you realize that it was that significant, though, that it's the largest in the Midwest? I don't think many people listening right now have any idea about how how important it is to have that natural gas storage and how big it is here in St. Clair County. Well, Sebastian and Matt, I want to thank you for joining me on the podcast today. It's been great. Nice meeting you today, Dan. So Cargill has 130 years of manufacturing success in St. Clair County, and we look forward to 100 years more thanks to this recent investment. I'm Dan Casey with the EDA of St. Clair County, and we hope you'll join us again for the next podcast of Our Shoreline, Your Horizon. Thanks for listening. To hear more, visit the podcast page at WGRT.com or find Our Shoreline, Your Horizon on your favorite podcast app.